Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of World Career and Relationships. I'm your host, Z. So today I'm going to be talking about running a business during a pandemic or lockdown. Uh, as we know, it's been over a year now, I think, and we're still, uh, you know, in the COVID phase. Uh, but I'm very excited today because I have uh, one of my best friends here. I have an entrepreneur. He's a founder of Stuff of Legends. I will talk a little bit about the company. Uh, but he does a lot of creative comic book theme related. Uh, he sells merchandise through that, keychains, a lot of stuff. But he will uh, do a better job of explaining exactly what the company is about. But uh, he's very creative and I love really what he does. So we'll be talking about some tips you might have for small businesses, uh, especially now while you can survive with a small business because uh, they're the hardest hit in terms of business. Uh, so we'll talk about that as well and talking about. Uh, uh, black characters, uh, black pop culture characters, uh, how he was able to create that into, into designs and how he's creating awareness through that. So that's another thing we'll be talking about. So I'm really excited. So I want to introduce you to my guest today, Timotheus Green. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, it's, it's an honor to to be on the show. I, I love seeing what you're doing with with your podcast and all that. So I was, it's an honor to 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 be on your show for sure. Yeah, no, thanks for taking time out. Yeah, so man, let's let's get right into it, really. Uh, can you tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself and, like I said, a little bit more about the business so that they really get what you what you are doing with Stuff of Legends? Yeah, so um, my name is Timotheus. I, um, I've been in retail for over, I'm going to say over 15 years. Um, I, I worked my way up through, um, you know, I was working at a mom and pop store, that were selling uh, shoes, Italian shoes and different things like that. And, and I learned a lot from this older, older gentleman who owned the store and um, how to run a business and how to, and they ran five successful businesses for many years. Oh, cool. And um, I learned, uh, you know, all about the shoe industry and uh, inventory and retail and how to treat the customer, uh, value, value the customer and how you treat them properly. And um, that that from the jump was, and I was at 15 at the time, wow. and uh, I learned. He taught me a lot over the over the couple of years that I was with him on customer service and what it means to treat treat your customers with respect, and just um, that they're valuable. That each customer is valuable. So um, I took that, went on to Home Depot, um, there, and it was the same thing. It was putting the customer first. Um, and then I learned a lot about inventory, buying products and all that kind of stuff. So I took all that experience and I put it into uh, Stuff of Legends. I've been, a, a I will call it a nerd or a geek from a young <laughs> age, um, liking video games and t- like TV shows like Star Trek and Star Wars and things like that. And I was really into that over the years. But I decided to take, um, and I believe it was five years ago. So we're looking at, uh, what is that, 2015, 2016 there. And I looked into, looked into, like, hey, I like video games. I like this kind of stuff. And I was looking at the trend um, in the industry where movies like Marvel and DC Comics were coming out with these big blockbuster movies and, and uh, making, like, tons of money. And one of the things that stuck out to me was the merchandise that yeah. they were selling through this. So I decided to take that idea, mix it with what I knew about customer service, and uh, came up with Stuff of Legends. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, 
the starting ground for stuff in legends that's pretty cool man yeah, and i i really like how you were able to see the trend where it was going and you jumped on that before it got big so in that way i think really that's what uh, entrepreneurs are they see an opportunity where others don't and they yeah. kind of take off before the trend uh, takes off so that, that's really cool stuff and you you touched on a little bit that you you worked with uh, a mom and pop shop but what else would you say got you into uh, entrepreneurship and business like what are some of the other concepts that uh, really prompted you to start your own thing and move on in that direction well, um, part of it was my my dad. Um, I I saw at a young age he tried to do a, a dry cleaning business. Um, my mom is a, a professional seamstress, and she was always having clients that she she worked with, and up to this day has has clients that from like since I was a kid, and she's wow. still sewing their clothes and and different things like that. Uh, even nowadays, she through the pandemic um, end up finding a client. I don't know how she did, but she's doing like these custom pillowcases and she's doing like 300 a set like at a time. And uh, she was making masks during the pandemic and stuff like that. So I kind of got that uh, entrepreneurial spirit from my parents. Um, My, my grandfather was a carpenter. So even uh, him having those, you know, those clients that he was, he was building their houses and different things like that back in Guyana and stuff like that. So I guess it's in my blood in certain ways. Um, I always, uh, I admired my dad. He, he never really got a business off the ground, but I always admired his drive with wanting to get a business off the ground. And I guess that just kind of sowed the seeds of what I am today, basically. Awesome. Well, that, that's pretty cool, man. Well, it's interesting when you say uh, it, it's in your blood. It makes me actually jump a few questions over because uh, it really just connects well to, to, to this. It's a great segue for this. So then in your opinion, would you say uh, to be an entrepreneur, you're born for it or can you be molded into one? Um, uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. In, in some okay. ways, I think you're, you're born with it. You have to have a little drive. I, I think I'm going to write a book on, uh, you know, ways not to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> not, that's <laughs> <'Cause> cool. <laughs> because, um, like, why you're not an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of things that you got to take into account. And probably as we, we talk throughout the, the show, but there's a, a lot of things you got to take into account when it comes to um, being an entrepreneur. You have to take a lot of hits. You got to mm-hmm. take a lot of failures you got to take a lot of um you know um things that's not going to go as planned so if you're a person that wants to stick to your plans and wants to stick to your you know your your guns when it comes to you your five-year plan or whatever that's not going to happen um and so in that case i think you can learn to be an entrepreneur uh, but you have to be naturally a risk taker Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because in my natural bent isn't risk taking. Um, I like I'm very calculated, so when I do take a risk, I am calculated with that. But at the same time, I do take those risks. Right? I see. And, so um, you don't take calculated risks, interesting. No, I think you have to take calculated risk when it comes to entrepreneurship. But there's some things, especially in the last five years, that I've done where I've taken taken the most calculated risks I could could have taken. But it was still a risk and it exposed me to, you know, uh, financial uh, setbacks or time setbacks or different setbacks. So you got to be willing to take those punches and move forward. So, yes, to answer your question, I think you're born with 
maybe the risk-taking aspect of it. I don't think you're necessarily born with entrepreneurship in mind, I think. I see. So in your opinion, again, I think there is no right or wrong answer here, but what yeah. you're saying, it's a little bit of a mixture of both. Some of yeah. it, you have to be bored with it, and some you can acquire along the way. Know that. Yeah. It, it's it's entrepreneurship is it's all about false starts man like oh, it's yeah. all about the failures <laughs> i uh, when i was a kid i thought i wanted to start a computer repair business and i was all gung-ho about that couldn't get that off the ground i wanted to do a fitness business couldn't get that off the ground mm-hmm. you know furniture repair shoe business like it was different things i've tried to come up with over the years and just things didn't stick right oh, so yeah. yeah yeah i think it's it's the, the one interesting aspect is uh, failure is part of success when you're an entrepreneur. It's not you, you, you succeed despite the failure. It is part yeah. of it. So it's you have to be willing to, to, to embrace that. So that, that, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, just, just jumping on to the actual business. Uh, I know you, like I was saying, you do a lot of creative stuff that uh, highlights, especially black pop culture artists and, and characters. So can you tell us a little bit about what prompted you guys to, to uh, focus on those when you're designing your match? Uh, so that it, it, it reflects that black culture and, and highlights that. So the goal of Stuff of Legends is that uh, one of the goals of Stuff of Legends is to be a voice for those that don't have a voice. Um, and part of that, and that's that was where the nerd culture came about, where um, I wanted to create an environment where, um, you know, whether you're into video games, Dungeons and Dragons, or like card games or mm-hmm. comics or whatever, that there's a place for you and you don't feel weird about it. Cool. That transitioned over the years um, as I, I, I'm mixed, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm part black and part Indian. Um, part of a lot of other things, <laughs> Portuguese, <laughs> Venezuelan, all that kind of stuff. But um, but it didn't really, I didn't understand, uh, quote unquote, the struggle of black people as much um, as when I I got married to my wife, who's who's Jamaican as well and, mm-hmm. and black Jamaican and part black Jamaican. But um, and then I realized what um, women struggle in general, but what black women struggle with in, on a daily basis in workplaces and different things like that. And and it kind of started me on this journey of like, OK, um, seeing this in different forms, so different po- in media and different things like that. And as I continue to learn, yeah. um, I saw stark contrasts where a lot of my favorite TV shows, a lot of the pop culture stuff that I was into, you just didn't see enough black characters. Yeah. It was very, um, it was either just forced or it was, uh, you know, an afterthought or it wasn't really genuinely thought about. Um, so, um, that kind of was something that we were on a journey with with Stuff of Legends for the last couple of years. Um, but then last year, you know, we had um, just it came to a peak with the Black Lives Matter movement and yeah. just different things that were coming to a head with that. Um, we said, you know, with my business partner and I, we said we needed to um, be more um, vocal about that. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to do was started to create characters that called out more diversity in the pop culture stuff that we were into. So whether that was not just black people, but uh, Asian community, Aboriginal community, you know, Filipino community, all those communities that we found that weren't in popular culture. Yeah. And as much as, you know, we like Marvel and we like DC and all these type of stuff, and they're making, trying to make strides in these areas, but not enough in my opinion. So yeah. we said we wanted to be really intentional. 
So we found an artist. He he's um in South Africa actually, a black okay, artist cool. there. And um he uh we started off with one character uh, which was Sentry and then we decided to give him three other characters to see what he can do with it and he came out with amazing stuff. So each character represents a different part of pop culture. So we have the Sentry that represents more of the sci-fi, Star Wars, Star Trek kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, we got um, Vanguard. It's supposed to represent more of the fantasy, elfish, uh, Lord of the Rings um, category. We have the Voyager, which is supposed to be more of the uh, Indiana Jones, Uncharted, Tomb Raider kind of uh character and then we went with the warrior which is our afro-futuristic um warrior basically and mm -hmm. um, wanted to be authentic with that too and uh, we're blown away by our artist he's 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 captured what we've been wanting to capture with this and it just um it just fell into pieces i i really feel that we're we're going in the right direction with this yeah no i, I really love the characters and definitely listeners i'll, I'll, I'll talk more about how you can get your hands on the match but it's really cool stuff that they're doing and the designs are brilliant yeah and i i like really what you said about uh you learning and understanding more about uh black black people struggle but more also women struggle once you got married because even me as a black person uh mm -hmm. some of the struggle that women go through in in particular uh, i wasn't able to really understand until i got married to my wife because then i saw it on a daily basis and we have to find a way to bring that uh, awareness to, to, to the rest of the world. Because uh, in, in, in some way, you, you might realize people who, who don't live with black women, sometimes uh, they need a constant reminder that, okay, this is the struggle we go through. And women in general, like, there's yes. still so much that needs to be done to, to uh, kind of bring together that inequality gap. So I really love what you guys are doing. And just kind of transitioning there, how can we continue to raise awareness uh, regarding Black-owned businesses together with the issues that minorities as a whole are kind of facing right now, specifically. I think you got to find it. You got to educate yourself, you know, whether you're Black or not. Um, you're from a different culture that's trying to learn about Black culture um, or any culture in general. I think you got to be willing to learn. One of the things I've been doing recently is learning about Aboriginal culture, learning about Canadian Aboriginals and, and what, uh, you know, some of the, the the hardships that they've gone through, uh, the beauty in their culture, different things like that. And as you learn it, learn those cultures, um, mm -hmm. you appreciate it more, right? Definitely. And one of the things that I've been looking for, and and sometimes it's hard to find, and this is why the beauty of small businesses is um, um, you being able to do that research. So what I'll do is intentionally find um, black artists, uh, intentionally find, um, you know, restaurants or um you know tv shows that promote black people or you know um diversity in general i i seek those out because it is there unfortunately sometimes they just don't have enough of a voice they don't yeah. have enough of a following or the algorithm doesn't hit in the right spot so they don't get promoted enough or whatever mm -hmm. and um i think we got to do a better job so now when i'm, I'm on instagram or anything like that and i come across a business or come across an artist that I like, I shout them out mm -hmm. because it's just, I 
hey, even if I can't buy it at that moment, I'm able to spread the word and somebody else can. who is more in that vein or whatever it might be. So I think you, you got to do your research. You got to do, you got to find it out. And I think too much, too many times we, we want things to just fall into our laps and just, Oh, it's just there. And that's not how education is. That's not how, um, you know, you, you know, we, if you're bodybuilding or whatever, you can't just expect the weight to just fall in your lap and you're strong. Like you gotta, you gotta lift it. Right. So I think for us to be able to small, support small businesses in general and black owned businesses is to find them. Um, Yeah. and, and, and when you do find them and you're excited about it and you really love what they're doing, then tell others, uh, others about it. So I intentionally nowadays, I, if I find a, a small business, I'm going to tell others about it. I'm going like, Hey, if you're looking for something in like the other day,
and realize that they couldn't produce that product anymore because of COVID, end up stopping production, figured out how to do, uh, uh, what do you call it, the acrylic barriers oh, wow. in stores and stuff like that, started yeah. pumping that out, switched their whole production to, to that and was able to get wow. all his staff back into the business and everything like that. Didn't need to lay off anybody. That's because amazing. he was willing to pivot and he pivoted the whole business. Like the wow. business wasn't even doing that. So it's, it's being, being willing to, to pivot. And for us in stuff of legends, we we've decided to pivot totally. We were doing uh, 26 events in 2019 to three events in 2020. Wow. And we realized that's not going to work in 2021 because we don't know um, how conventions are going to go back and, and, and things like that because of all the new protocols. And even with vaccines and all that stuff, even if people are going to be really reluctant to get back into crowds and all that kind of stuff. So we said, okay, we, we got to figure out how to pivot our business altogether. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made that decision in, in November. And, uh, and we pivoted totally from, from that, you know? So I don't think we're going to even do any conventions this year. Uh, we'll see what it's mm-hmm. what it's like but we got our business online um we realized with when covid hit that our business wasn't online properly so um i developed a website and, and we got that on there and we got our products on there and that took time but thankfully everybody's locked down and everybody's doing stuff so we had to be willing to to, to uh, adapt and, and change to it. adapt and do that and yeah awesome and and for our listeners who, who may not uh, have a clear background can you explain a little bit about the conventions that you were doing? As, uh, yes, yes. So uh, one of the, the main things with nerd culture is the video game conferences and the uh, Comic-Cons. Uh, Comic-Cons like uh, Fan Expo Toronto can go up to 150,000 people in a weekend. Um, we see video game events, 50,000 people at a video game event. There's tournaments there, um, and we're a vendor. We pay to be vendors at these events, and um, we get to see people. It's an amazing experience because you get to talk to so many different people, interact with them. Yeah. Uh, they, they're they so excited to see our products, and um, you know, uh, they're so excited that someone is selling them something that they're interested in, and they don't yeah. feel – what I love about these conventions is that they don't feel weird for that weekend you know exactly they feel don't feel out of place they feel welcomed and um that's 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 it just to see the joy in their faces one of the stories that always hits me was um uh this this black kid and his his uncle came to our table and it was just when black panther came out and he saw the black panther wallet that we had there and i think we had the black panther keychain or something like that and uh the kid the kid was so polite. He didn't want to ask to, to buy it or whatever. Yeah. And his uncle decides, hey, I, I'm, he's going to bless him with the, the stuff. The kid ended up breaking down wow, at our that's, table. That's amazing. I'm tearing up just kind of thinking about that. But um, just to see that reaction on his face and he just feeling so so blessed with that. So, yeah, those those are those are the moments that I, I, I cherish and I miss with the Comic-Cons. But uh, like I said, you know, we have to pivot when we need to. So Yeah. No, that is so good because it also ties into the tips I was going to ask you about for small businesses that uh, you the biggest thing is you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to adapt quickly. And yes. also for small businesses, uh, another thing that I've realized is because you are on such a tight budget, you want to be jack of all trades, but sometimes that doesn't work. If, exactly. if you don't know how to design a proper website, we are in, yeah. in, a, in an era where you need a proper website to sell right now. So pay somebody to do that and get a proper thing done for you, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that, that, that is really cool and it's really amazing. And just to kind of tie it all in here, can you tell our listeners where we can connect with you as well as uh, Stuff of Legends? And like I said, uh, you do have a lot of cool match that's going on right now. Can you tell us a little bit about how we can connect with you in the business? Yep. So my Instagram is the hybrid geek. That's my personal brand um, with that. So I'm a video gamer. I stream three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch um, at the hybrid geek. Um, that's there. That's, that's what I do usually. So, and you can find me on Instagram at the hybrid geek as well. I have it totally branded <laughs> with everything hybrid geek. Um, but then, uh, stuff legends.ca was where you can get our merch. And we have keychains from different genres, uh, video games, uh, comics, anime, you name it. We got that on there. And then our, uh, soul apparel, which is what we were talking about with the black characters and all that. Um, we have four characters, uh, Warrior, Vanguard, Voyager, and Sentry that we just launched a couple weeks now. So you can get that on stufflegends.ca. And and stay tuned with us. Make sure you sign up for the email list and all that because we plan to release a lot more characters and, and uh, from other nationalities and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that. No, that's amazing. This has been a lot of fun, man. And it's it's so good to see the story of how Stuff of Legends has evolved. And as much as uh, the, the powerful message that you're doing is you want the people who are on the outside to feel included, you've also evolved into basically raising awareness against injustice and inequality. And again, still including that inclusivity thing and also giving us tips on how we can survive this pandemic uh, in for small businesses. So this has been awesome. So what I will do is I will link uh, your personal handle as well as the website on my show notes so definitely if you're listening to this go click there and definitely support the small business business is based out of uh, toronto but you can get it anywhere in canada am i right uh worldwide actually or even better so wherever <laughs> you are so no excuses if he, no excuses. he, he, he ships worldwide so definitely yeah. support this great business because they are really doing great cool stuff yeah so thank you so much for uh just joining us today and thank you your listeners for tuning in uh this will uh be airing as you know we will do our earnings on mondays but i'll let you know when this specific episode will drop so thank you for your time and enjoy the rest of the day yes thank you My all pleasure. right awesome man have a good day cheers Thank you.